Is your mental health practice buried in the bottom of Google search results? There's a way out. Simplified SEO Consulting offers a roadmap to search engine success. As mental health professionals, they know how to help therapists attract ideal clients and build a thriving practice. Go to simplifiedseoconsulting.com forward slash modern therapist to learn more and unlock your SEO potential this summer. Considering a transition to private pay? Thryzer can help you transform out-of-network therapy to look and feel like an in-network experience for your clients. Your clients just pay co-insurance for sessions instead of waiting weeks for reimbursement. Thryzer covers the rest of your fees so you get paid in full up front. Check out our special link, join.thryzer.com forward slash modern therapist, and use the code modern therapists to activate $2,500 in free payments with Thryzer. You're listening to the Modern Therapist Survival Guide, where therapists live, breathe, and practice as human beings. To support you as a whole person and a therapist, here are your hosts, Kurt Widhelm and Katie Vernoy. Welcome back, Modern Therapists. This is the Modern Therapist Survival Guide. I'm Kurt Widhelm with Katie Vernoy, and thank you, as always, for joining us. If you wouldn't mind going to wherever you are listening to us, leave us a rating and a review. It definitely helps us out. And if you have not yet subscribed to us, please do so. And we are kind of just slow rolling into this episode today because our whole entire theme is just slow down for the summer. And a lot of times in our practices, our clients go on vacation, they are inconsistent with their travels, our travels, and there's a lot of panic that can develop around steady income, around scheduling, and we're here to tell you it should be okay, and here's the best way to embrace it, and just kind of enjoying it for what it is, and trusting in all of your marketing and everything that the clients will be coming back at the end of the summer, and your practice and your income will be building back up too. But this took me kind of a few years to really embrace and trust in the process. And in the private practice world, it is very alarming early on in your practice building when this does happen because, oh no, now I'm not getting paid for a month or I'm just covering my bills. But what was your first experience with this? For me, it's a little bit different. There's definitely some some practice differences between the two of us. You're more kid-based, I'm more adult-based. And so I have some folks who are taking vacations during the summer, but I do have others that don't. And I think the other aspect is my therapist consulting, where I do have some times where therapists come and consult with me during the summer because they slow down at that time. And I've come to learn this through experience. And even with the associates who work in my practice, as their practices tend to slow down a little bit during the summer, that this is something where you can't get so caught up in what your week to week is or your month to month is, but really being able to step out and take that bird's eye view of the entirety of your practice. And when you can start to predict when things are going to slow down, you can make your income based decisions around that, that, you know, in enough years of practice for me, what I've really come to see is that I can kind of, overload my schedule a little bit more in April and May because I know that by the time June rolls around as summer gets out that people go on vacations that it's almost kind of a breath of relief to be able to take that step back along with them and not feel so frenzied and hopefully I've done a good enough job of planning for my income in those previous months to not see too much of a dip in 
overall what my what my take home is going to be. But again, that comes with experience. Yeah, and I think the thing that that I've done and what I try to talk about people doing because I think people get so afraid of this summer slow down in income or taking a vacation and all of a sudden you're billing for two weeks out of the month instead of four weeks out of the month or whatever. It's really trying to assess, you know, for fee setting or whatever, that you're going to be working about 48 weeks and not, you know, 52 and that you've got, you know, an 80 to 90% show rate. And so that you're actually creating the space within your practice to, have the income already there. And I really like the idea of this bigger bird's eye view in, in the months where you're, you know, kind of rocking and rolling, it's the regular schedule, you're going to have an, a higher than anticipated income. And then the summer is going to be lower than anticipated. And I think you just have to think through it in a 12 month way instead of a month to month way, because it, it gets so overwhelming. And so just being able to look at how am I doing you know, kind of over the quarter, over the six months, over the year, rather than, oh my gosh, I was out for two weeks in June. And then part of my client caseload was out in the other two weeks of June. So I have so little from June. Ah! <laughs> and when you have a really niche practice, like I do, where it's 90% adolescents, that I know, and I can almost pinpoint the exact weeks when things are going to change. It's typically the first week of school. My practice is really quiet. Yep. Because every family is readjusting to getting back into the school schedule. And you know, it's about three or four weeks later when everybody's like panicking to get back in when all of the problems didn't magically go away over the summer. <laughs> uh, the, the week between Christmas and New Year's is really usually very, very quiet as well. And you know, especially when like 4th of July falls in the middle of the week. Like these are times when I almost plan my vacations just because if these are going to be times that most of my practice is gone, it's actually better self-care for me to lean into that and be like, these are my boundaries too, that this is time that I'm going to take apart and, and go and spend time with my family and my kids. So that way, I'm just kind of following along the same family life cycle that my clients are. And it's kind of a, a great lead by example too. I think for me, I had a big time when I did not do that. And it was awful. It was it was actually, you know, the end of the summer and then into the school year. One of the joys about not having kids is that you can travel during those times. So shoulder season, you know, right when school's coming to a close or right when it's starting. And so I was doing a lot of traveling during that time. But what had happened is one year, and this is because my client load is different. One year I had done that. And it was like when everybody started ramping up and wanting to do consulting and I was just gone. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> you know, because for me, it was like, oh, this is great. You know, the, the everybody is back at school. They're doing their thing and I can go off and travel. And now as an entrepreneur, I recognize I need to do the very beginning of shoulder season because that's when people are just getting back to school and aren't ready to start therapy or consulting. So really having that rhythm with your clients is critical. There's been times when I've not done that. I've, you know, it's like a holiday Monday or, you know, sometimes over the week, over the summer and I have time and I just stay and I see clients and it works out okay. And sometimes I can kind of fill in some other things. But I think oftentimes when I do that, I always feel like, ah, oh, I didn't get the break. And I didn't really see that many clients. It wasn't really, 
meaningful mm-hmm. for me and it wasn't lucrative for me. And so basically I just lost that opportunity to be in sync with my clients. When I do have kind of the slowdown and for me, typically my caseload is going to be somewhere between 20 and 25 clients a week during the school year. And in addition to everything else that I do, and that's why I feel like I'm constantly running around and doing yeah, all sorts of you got to lower things. your caseload, dude. <laughs> during the summer, when it drops down to like 10, 12, it, that's when I've still got a fair amount of time in the office because you know this is one of those hashtag modern therapist problems is it's never like the clients who are back to back are the ones who are staying in, in treatment mm-hmm. through the summer. It's the one who's like at the beginning of the day and the one who's at the end of the day. And so spending a lot more time in the office, this is when I start doing things like cleaning out my office, updating the, <laughs> the toys and the books and the games and starting to create some of the things ahead of time and putting myself into the position to where when the practice does ramp back up again, that I'm prepared for it and not constantly needing to spend extra hours and hours and hours developing stuff because I've put in a lot of that groundwork during the summer that isn't necessarily paid, but since I'm at work, I might as well get it done. Yeah. And I think for me that that's a really good time to look at your systems, especially like onboarding clients. Can you streamline that? Because when things ramp back up, once quote unquote, the school year starts back up, I think it's important to have those things. And so that, that's something where that's, that's exciting to me because I, you know, you know, I love systems, but I think it's, it's something where you can take that time to get into, get your electronic health record up to date, or you can get, you know, a new marketing plan in place. Like you can do the business stuff that kind of promotes your practice as well as kind of the, the maintenance stuff like cleaning your office and getting new art supplies. And so to me, it, it's a really fun time, but I think it also for folks who are, haven't planned for it financially, it can feel hard to also invest in new art supplies or also invest in a consultant, for example, to help you with those systems. Like it just feels overwhelming. And so that's why, you know, kind of just reiterating our first point, really planning financially for the whole year so that you you have those investments ready to go. We're big on doing best practices, both for your clients, but also your business. But I think that this is the first ever Modern Therapist Survival Guide Challenge that we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna lay out there for you. Because we also have to acknowledge that some of you should use this time to catch up on your notes. Oh yes. So we're laying down this month of July as catch up on your notes. Do it. Get it Just done. Do it. Just use that time to catch up on your documentation. One of our former guests, Dr. Melissa Hall, will be proud of you for actually getting caught up and do them correctly. Listen to her old episodes. We'll link to that in our show notes at MTSG Podcast. But July challenge from us at the Modern Therapist Survival Guide. Get your notes caught up. <laughs> I think that's so critical. And I think cleaning out your charts, if you have an insurance-based practice, take that time to write the letters to get your fees increased. You know, Look at whether or not you want to, in a private pay way, increase your fees and, and really put together those notices so you can do it. I mean, it's a, it's a time where you can just do all of the work that sets you up for a more lucrative and efficient practice. Feeling like your ideal clients just can't find you online? There's a better way with Simplified SEO Consulting. They're a team of mental health marketing specialists who understand the unique challenges therapists face in the digital world. Forget wasting time on confusing SEO tactics that leave you feeling frustrated and out of the loop. 
Simplified SEO Consulting offers a range of proven solutions to fit your practice needs, from DIY courses that empower you to take control, to done-with-you coaching that provides expert guidance at every step, to their individualized done-for-you SEO plans that let you focus on your clients while they handle the details. Plus, they have an innovative content network program that has set practices across the country apart from the rest. When you're ready to start showing up in front of your ideal clients online, the expert team at Simplified SEO Consulting is ready for you. Visit SimplifiedSEOConsulting.com forward slash modern therapist to schedule your free consultation and find the perfect SEO plan to unlock the full potential of your practice. Don't forget to mention Modern Therapist Survival Guide podcast for $100 off your done-for-you SEO onboarding, or use code MODERNTHERAPIST for 20% off a DIY SEO course this summer. And I often use the summer to shred old client files. That having, Ooh, fun. Yes. <laughs> like shredding I, party. Having, well, it's party of one, but... but being able to clear out some of those old file cabinets and not keep client records that are past their their needing to hold on to them dates anymore. And uh, here in California, some some of my records, I'm like, ooh, it's been seven years and one day I can get this done. Working <laughs> with kids, yeah, I got files that I'm still gonna be holding on for another ten years. But this is, yep. you know, another thing that you can do is kind of you know make it a party of one to get some of this maintenance stuff done. I think you'll have to come back to us in like 10 years or whatever it is where when you get finally get rid of that last paper chart. <laughs> and then I'm just kind of wondering, you know, now that I'm moving over into electronic health records, if it's going to be as satisfying to be like, delete. <laughs> It'll be way faster, but I don't know. It, I mean, it's kind of, you know, when, when cell phones first came out, there there wasn't the satisfaction of ending an angry phone call with, you know, slamming down the receiver versus just like pushing a button. <laughs> I think you probably should should uh, make sure to acknowledge, since they are a sponsor of the episode, Simple Practices helped us with all of this stuff. Yes, they have. <laughs> <laughs> it will be very satisfying. Maybe we should tell Howard that he needs to do like this this image of like a shredder. Yes. <laughs> So that you have you have your summer shredding party even in like 10 or 15 years. It'll be great. Yes. <laughs> I think the other thing that I see that people have is if it's nervousness about taking time away from the from the practice because of the finances, some people won't take vacation because of the financial reasons. But some people won't take vacation because they don't know how to get their practice vacation ready. They are terrified. So I think we talked a little bit this about this with our, I think one, one of our episodes around the holidays. There may be some that, but I think it makes sense to, to revisit. Yeah. So I oftentimes designate somebody to be my point of contact and, you know, for whatever my clients may need in, if an emergency situation comes up, they need uh, access to their files or whatever that, there, there's at least a point of contact that I have provided with them. I've arranged with a colleague or somebody working in my practice to be the point person. And up to this point in my career, 100% of the time, that person has never been called or bothered while I've been out of town. But <laughs> it is good practice because you never know when one of those emergencies is going to come up. And 
I used to hand out a piece of paper that says, here's the dates that I'm going to be gone. Here's the contact person. Here's their phone number. Here's how to get a hold of them. And then if there is, you know, higher risk clients, I might prep the the person who's serving as my point of contact to be like, okay, here's a very still confidential background, but here's a little bit of a background of what's going on with some of the higher risk clients in my caseload right now. In more recent years, I've replaced the piece of paper with a email to the client or the client's guardian or parent with that exact same information. My practice doesn't usually have that type of need as far as like records and stuff. Usually that stuff can wait till I get back. But certainly I like to have someone covering my my practice clinically. And so I'll, I'll let people know, but I'll also have it in my auto reply in my email. I'll have it in my voicemail so that people can get in touch with somebody if they need to. Another thing that I started doing, and I think this is really helpful for folks who are worried that they will lose referrals or they'll lose potential clients in the process is in my, my out of office Oftentimes what I'll do is I'll have a link to schedule a free initial consultation, which is another cool thing that Simple Practice has because you can actually get them scheduled into your calendar. You have to prove it when you get back, but you can get them actually scheduled into your calendar for an initial consultation. So you could have actual calls waiting for you when you get back. And so if people are emailing or they're calling or they're going on your website, if you have a way for people to actually set things up, it can be helpful. And that's for solo practitioners, for group practitioners that have you know, larger practices, have a practice coordinator or somebody. You, you want to make sure that you have systems in place so that it can really run without you. And so part of that is actually having scripts, having scheduling functions, having those things so that Somebody who's answering your phone, whether it's a VA or your own practice coordinator, can actually get those things scheduled either with your clinicians or with you when you get back. It, it's helpful. And so you don't lose income if you have a mechanism for people to still engage and seek you out. Now, granted, the folks who are like, I need to see someone today, and you're like, and I'm out for two weeks, they probably won't choose you. But And that's a good thing. And that's a good thing because they need to get somebody right away. But I think it's something where if you have a mechanism for them to be able to contact a colleague or you have a mechanism for them to schedule with you if it's not super emergent, you'll keep them in your pipeline in a lot of ways. For those of you who haven't put these kinds of systems in place, going back to something that Katie said earlier in the episode, the summer is a great time to start implementing these systems because it is a time-consuming process to move things over, to shift things over. I've been shifting things over into my simple practice EHR stuff over the course of a year plus now because my (laughs) old systems were so entrenched that some of my longer-term clients really haven't adapted to everything that can be simply just done through all of the services that they are. And I'm not trying to oversell simple practice here, but really just talking more about that some of this stuff does take a lot longer to implement than you might think. It's not just a magic switch where everything happens, but to (laughs) really get out of the habit of needing to do things just through work and through kind of, you know, bare knuckling it through things, but to make sure that you're putting more efficient systems in place, but acknowledging that that takes longer to do in, in the, in the beginning than, than we would like to admit. Yeah. I think it does make sense to look at 
whether or not your electronic health record is completely set up and take that opportunity to finish setting it up. Because if there's anything you're still cobbling together, when you have 10 clients, it doesn't matter. When you have 20 clients, it is hours and hours of time that you're wasting. And so I think being able to really assess that and look at what else do I need to set up? What are the things that would make life easier? I mean, even if it's an email template when you're onboarding somebody, or if it's a you know, kind of readjusting your, you know, your online scheduling with what availability you have. I think there's a lot of stuff you can do. I mean, taking it back into more of a personal versus like an electronic health record system, if your schedule starts going nutty during the summer, which it can, this is also a great opportunity to think about what your ideal schedule will be when you get back to kind of the regular part of the year and start shifting to that. Because if people are like, hey, I want to actually come in at... 10 or two or something during during the summer because my kid is out of school or whatever it is, then when you go back, you can have that. There's It's a little easier to have that negotiation of saying like, hey, I know you're usually Tuesday at six. Can you move to Wednesday at six and, and kind of shift your schedule around to a more ideal schedule for you? And so being thoughtful about what that actually looks like. How do you make sure you're maximizing your time that you're putting the things into the place where they belong? And to be more specific about kind of how your schedule can can really be best utilized, if you've got people at the beginning and the end of the day, or or actually one thing that I'm dealing with right now is I have clients super early one day and all the way to super late on that same day. And so I've put breaks in and it's doable, but it's not ideal. And so my plan is to kind of over the next two months, shift the late people onto one day and keep early people on the first day so that I really have best use of my energy and time. And I think especially if you're adding telehealth or if you have other types of things in your business, really refining how you look at your schedule can be helpful because being able to to put your telehealth clients either back to back or not, depending on where you're doing them, you know, can help with your energy because doing too many telehealth clients in a row might be draining, whereas putting them here and there can be helpful. And so I think it's it's just it gives you a chance to almost feel like, hey, the sky's the limit. I can I can rework my schedule and and really get to a place where I can feel better once, you know, we're back to the daily grind. One of the things that we haven't really spoken about yet is when you do have the opportunities to learn a new skill or to do a new training, that summer is oftentimes best opportunities to do that. If there's that workshop or that conference that you want to go to that allows for you to learn a new skill and actually have the time to practice it. So that way you're not just coming out of a weekend Mm -hmm. workshop and then throwing something that you've half learned at clients Monday morning. (laughs) (laughs) But when you can start planning some of your conferences or some of your trainings and stuff during this slowdown time, it allows for you to be able to put the proper amount of energy to actually crafting the skill in a good enough way, being able to seek out consultation or supervision on these new skills. So engaging in the nice deliberate practices that we're such big fans of here, but to really, again, we're coming back to this point of taking that big, year-long bird's eye view of what your practice is and being able to lean into the opportunities when it serves both your skills and your clients best, but also your income and, and when you've got the time to do it best. 
If you've been considering switching to private pay and are unsure how to attract and retain clients, Thryzer can be your best resource. How? Thryzer actually helps you transform out-of-network therapy to look and feel like an in-network experience for clients with out-of-network benefits. First, Thryzer can help clients instantly verify their out-of-network benefits, providing them complete transparency on the cost of therapy ahead of their first session. Then, just by charging your clients via Thryzer's payment platform, you can automatically submit claims for them, offload all the insurance stress onto Thryzer, and even let your clients just pay their co-insurance for sessions, similar to in-network co-pays, to help them afford therapy upfront and skip the long reimbursement wait. Thryzer covers the rest of your fees, so you get paid in full upfront and waits for reimbursement on your client's behalf. They also have a super bill uploads feature, which is completely free for therapists. If you'd like to instead offer your clients a resource to manage their own super bills, they manage all claims end to end. So you or your clients don't need to deal with any of the insurance stress. Visit join.thryzer.com forward slash modern therapist to get started and use our promo code modern therapists to start your free trial and receive waived fees for your first $2,500 in payments. I agree. I think there's this piece of really thinking through how you're going to learn what you need to learn and put together the the career or the the practice that you want. And I think that that really got me thinking about the personal aspects as well. Because when we have a slowdown, we're going to have more time to rest theoretically unless we're panicking. And we're going to have a chance to really think about what we need. And I think when we're in the day-to-day grind and we're seeing 20 to 25 clients and doing a million things, I mean, dude, you really have to lower your caseload. Like that's ridiculous. But when we're in that space, it's hard to think about what we need to do or want to do. And so this this is also a time where you can take those personal moments to get your health regimen back on track. You can take those moments to spend time with people that you don't necessarily get to see and reconnect and, and build your support system back up. I think it's it's something when you're really in the grind of things, most therapists work when other people don't. And so being able to connect with those folks who are working when you're not and, and off when you're working, <laughs> it, it's something where it's it can be a really kind of self-care, self-maintenance kind of time and making sure that you actually take advantage of it and, and really get the rest and rejuvenation so that you can have the resources and the resilience when things start picking back up in the fall. One other thing that I do is I also try to use some of the summer slowdown time to address some of the social media stuff that I'll be hopefully rolling out throughout the rest of the year. So that way I'm not constantly in just kind of this reactive mode, but trying to plan out ahead. And again, it's almost like laying out a treatment plan for your business of of revising when you're going to be doing things. But it's as my practice is, you know, embracing social media more and more, it's being able to kind of actually sit down and put the attention to some of the smaller details that I would normally just brush over and actually get ahead. Uh, We've even started doing this a little bit better with our podcast of like getting some episodes recorded ahead. So we're not constantly just (laughs) reacting to whatever it is that we're coming up with that uh, it really does allow for some of the the future stress to be filled with other kinds of future stress and not just this catch up stress. stress. Yes. exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's a really good point. I think 
when you have more space, you can be more creative, you can do content, whether it's a blog or an infographic or podcast episode or whatever, this time is really nice because you have the space to do it. And you probably have time away from the office in a beautiful place or an interesting place or an adventurous place. And your mind is going to get a lot more creative. And so really capitalizing on that in your work time, not your downtime, but in your work time and getting 15 blog posts written and you have your blog post for the next year or whatever, you can really take this time to do some of those things. But I I just want to keep going back to this. But if you're panicking, you're not going to do it. And I think, and and I know usually we like to start with the problem and then go to the solution. And we've kind of started with the solution. But I I, I just want to comment because I think we're making it sound like, oh, it's super easy. And like, this is wonderful. But I think there are a lot of people, especially in the first couple of years of their practice, where this time can feel super terrifying. And I think, you know, we want to reassure you, it's going to get better. But I think it's something where really being able to breathe into this uncomfortable time and understand that this is normal. It is normal to have slowdowns in your practice. Usually it can be during the summer and the holidays, but for different folks, it might be, you know, slightly different timing. It just depends on who you're, it depends on who your people are. But if this is happening and you're feeling really terrified, it can be even better to kind of face it head on and take a look at your numbers you know, look at your budget. Are there places where you can pull expenses out, especially during the summer? Can you can you kind of give yourself less throughout the year so that, that it's not such a strain to pay yourself this month? You know, I think it's, it's being able to say, hey, I'm actually taking action here and I'm going to do it better next year. And, and being able to kind of do all of the coping skills that we know to do when we're anxious so that you don't spend this time terrified, you know, talking to colleagues, getting consultation, you know, reviewing, reading some books that are are very helpful. Profit First is a good one because that helps make sure that you've got money throughout the year. There's different books that you can read about time management. I love the book When. And so, you know, maybe these aren't summer beach reads, but they are, I think, books that can be both invigorating and inspiring and a little nerve wracking where you can actually start incorporating some of this stuff so that you don't feel so panicked that you're actually taking steps. Because I know that there's folks who like, I, I don't have money coming in. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But then when they actually do the numbers, oh, I did plan okay. Or, oh, I did not plan okay. Let me raise my fees as people start still com- coming in, you know, trickling in over the summer. And so it's it's okay to be panicked. We all have been there. But I think if you can breathe into it and cope with it and take some action, then I think it's something where you can really get to a place where even though fear is still riding in the car with you to still, I think it's an Elizabeth Gilbert reference, even though fear is still riding in the car with you, you can actually still drive and and keep doing the things and get some of the rest and rejuvenation that you need. So we would love to hear about how you are embracing your summer slowdown. You can join us in our Facebook group, the Modern Therapist Group. You can hit us up on any of our social media. Use the hashtag, hashtag Modern Therapist Problems, and Throw another hashtag on there, summer slowdown. Don't don't hit your character limits just using hashtags, but <laughs> uh, tag us. Take our catch up on your notes challenge here in July, and then you can come out to our Therapy Reimagined conference in October and Woo-woo. meet us in person and talk about how you leaned into this. And that's October 18th and 19th in Universal City. Simple Practice is a tremendous sponsor for us on that and helping us do all of the CEs and a bunch of other stuff. 
you can find out more information about that at second.therapyreimaginedconference.com. And until next time, I'm Kurt Whithelm with Katie Vernoy. Thank you for listening to the Modern Therapist Survival Guide. Learn more about who we are and what we do at mtsgpodcast.com. You can also join us on Facebook and Twitter. And please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of our episodes. Feeling stuck with SEO for your therapy practice? There's hope. Head to simplifiedseoconsulting.com forward slash modern therapist and unlock your website's SEO potential with Simplified SEO Consulting. Use code modern therapist for a discount and mention the Modern Therapist Survival Guide podcast for a special offer on done for you SEO this summer. Let's build your dream practice together. Charge your full rate with confidence with Thryzer. Thryzer takes care of 100% of the insurance stress and helps your clients skip the long reimbursement wait giving you a powerful tool to attract and retain out-of-network clients with ease. Check out our special link, join.thryzer.com forward slash modern therapist, and use the code modern therapists to activate $2,500 in free payments with Thryzer.